this is Heather Langenkamp, and you're listening to the Swear Wolves Podcast. Arr! Welcome to the Swear Wolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And welcome to your nightmare, gentlemen. <laughs> that sounded more like fucking Tobin. Fucking what's his name? <laughs> sounded hello, like hello, Brett. Tobin Bell. <laughs> like I want to play a game. Batman from uh, yeah, Chris Nolan's yeah. Batman's. <laughs> hey, hey, welcome to your nightmare. Swear to me, I need a throat lozenge. <laughs> that was like Doctor Claw. Okay, gadget. Next time. Oh, I used to watch Inspector Gadget all the fucking oh, time yeah. when I was a kid. Every episode was the yeah, same, but who cares? My, that was my favorite when I was little. I loved it. Yeah, it was dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. I always hated it, though, because they painted Inspector Gadget to be a fucking moron. He I was did, a fucking robot, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, when I was Why a, was he your uncle? <laughs> when yeah. I was a kid, I didn't think was he Penny? was a moron, though. I just thought he was funny. He was funny, but... Penny was Penny and he was he was oblivious. He was oblivious. It's all about the girl and the dog. Yeah, Yeah. the dog was. They were always bailing him out. Yeah, he had had no clue. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah, they succeed in spite of Inspector Gadget. Yeah, but that's why it was entertaining. It was, but I didn't like that because I I, Inspector Gadget was my favorite. Then it wouldn't have been as fun. It would have been just like every other hero, (laughs) probably. (sighs) Fucking a nightmare on Elm Street. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good transition. Do you guys know the story of A Nightmare on Elm Street? I mean, it's pretty famous now of how, how West Craven came up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know this, Alan? I think I used to, but I don't remember. Well, like back in the 70s, there was a series of articles that were printed in the LA Times, I believe, and Wes Craven was reading them. And they weren't like back-to-back articles. They were like Every once in a months, and a, months apart or years apart. And it had to inv- it involved like Cambodian or Vietnamese Yeah, it was refugees. like people in Asia, I think, right? Yeah, and they would come over to seek refuge from their countries and they would die in their sleep. And one story in particular was about this kid who was like, I I don't want to go to sleep. I'm going to die when I go to sleep. And his parents were like, you're fucking crazy. And they uh, gave him a sleeping pill, unbeknownst to him, I think. And uh, he took it and he fell asleep. And then they heard screaming from upstairs. Mm-hmm. And they went upstairs and he was dead. He died in his sleep. Mm-hmm. And they found like a coffee maker in his closet. Oh, Jesus. And all Trying this to stay stuff. Awake. Like he would always try to stay awake. Yeah. And he said he was going to die in his sleep. And sure shit, he did. And he was like 18 years old or yeah. some shit. Wow. And so I guess that stuck with Wes Craven. Yeah. And he was like, that's a fucking creepy story. What if, what if someone a movie. killed us in our dreams? Yeah. yeah. You know, and. And he had been a pretty successful director. I mean, this movie came out in 84. Mm-hmm. You're talking Hills Have Eyes. Um, and then on top of that, wasn't there a kid named... Last House on the Left? Did he do that one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. 
And then wasn't there a kid in his neighborhood that bullied him and his name was Fred Krueger? And then there was also oh, a story yeah. about a guy that like peeped in his window. No, it didn't. Or he looked out the window and he saw a scary looking dude in a fedora and a sweater, right? And so the way that Wes Craven said it was, he was looking out from like a second story or third story apartment and he looked out one night and he saw a guy walking. Yeah. And as soon as he looked out, the guy turned and looked at him. And he was like, what the fuck? How did he know that I was looking at him? Yeah, right? it just creeped him out. And uh, like the guy ended up coming into his apartment complex. Yeah. And somebody like scared him out of there, or like called the cops or whatever. Yeah. So that's fucking creepy. That's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it was creepy. Yeah. <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so that's how he came up with this whole thing. Like you said, the Fred Krueger, the story of the, <laughs> the Asian kids dying in their sleep and, and the peeping Tom. So that's a nightmare on Elm Street. Um, what do you give it? <laughs> uh, no, let's talk about a nightmare on Elm Street. I I, uh, I watched this movie last year. I think I think about what watch it like once a year. Mm. Yeah, I watch this one pretty regularly. Would you regularly. shut up with the fucking mm and yas? I'm like I'm trying to like hold on to this episode, but uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, I'm just like I don't know. Um, Not a fan. You tell us your thoughts. Well, come on, Alan. It's Alan's episode. I feel like uh, I didn't want to wing this one, but um, we can go through the beats and stuff. Yeah, you can chime in. I mean, we can. I mean, we can you talk about it. I just you don't like the movies. No, I no, I do. But part of me is like, mm, I I feel like with Nightmare on Elm Street. Do you feel like it gets more credit than it deserves? Yes, it does. I can I can sense that about your it does because <laughs> your demeanor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like that it follows the same tropes. What it came out eighty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I the the character Freddy Krueger, I love the character, but it's not enough for me, mm. and I feel like. Mm. Just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, well, <laughs> no, go ahead. You feel like yeah. I I don't know. I I feel like that it follows the same tropes. It follows the same stuff. And I feel like in '84, they should have known better. No, they shouldn't have known better. But I feel like some of the dialogue and some of the um, they had to rely heavily on that character. And so though, and the first one, he's barely in it. Well, yeah. no, not not just. I'm talking about the following sequels. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, he becomes well, he becomes the star. Yeah. yeah, let's let's back up for a second yeah. and let's talk about the first one. Let's go beat by beat, and then maybe yeah. we'll revisit your thoughts yeah, because yeah. I don't des- necessarily disagree with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I the just, character has become more than the movie at yeah. this point. When I can just to, before we get into the beats, like um, as a kid, so when these movies came out, I was very little, so I didn't yeah. see the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, any of them really, until like the early '90s, probably. Yeah. And I just remember as a kid, like Freddy Krueger being larger than life and like hearing about the Nightmare on Elm Street movies and seeing like commercials and posters and stuff, but not being old enough to actually see it. Right. And I remember my dad one time was watching the first Nightmare on Elm Street movie. And I remember like my bedroom was like in the corner of the house Mm -hmm. and the living room was kind of in the middle. And I remember like sneaking in. Not to watch it, but like, oh, I got to get a glass of water. Mm. Uh, Trying to get uh, a glimpse. Yeah, and just get a little glimpse. And, I, and yeah. I'll never forget. And it was actually towards the very beginning of the movie. And it's the part where Rod says, like, up yours with a twirling lawnmower. I yeah. just remember, like, that scene always stuck with me. Like, <laughs> up until now, I always think back. Like, every time I see the movie now, I flash back to being, like, you know, eight years old or whatever and walking yeah. through the living room. Yeah. Um, I will say, 
I first saw this movie when I was nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was uh, one of the earliest memories of horror movies that I saw. Yeah. It was 986. So I saw it two years after it came out. Um, scared the bejesus out of me. Did it? Mm-hmm. Now, where this movie kind of... I think maybe because I saw it later. I was probably like 13 maybe when I saw it the first time. So yeah. it never had that impact as it did like Halloween or... Yeah. Well, Halloween's probably a, actually... I don't know. Here's the thing where this kind of differentiates itself from other slasher films. It's still in the genre, yeah. but the original movie is not like your Friday the 13th or Halloween or Texas Chainsaw in the mm-hmm. fact that these this stuff is happening inside people's dreams. Mm-hmm. So when they're dreaming, he is when he's powerful. When they're awake, he's not even around. Yeah. So, you know, the scares that happen you know, watching this now recent recently is like, well, okay, I know nothing's going to happen because they're awake, but I'll get that. I'll get back to that in a second too. Um, so let's let's talk about the movie. The movie opens up. Uh, we're introduced to a character of Tina, played by Amanda Weiss. This movie does play a little psycho game with us, um, meaning the movie Psycho, in that Tina is the Janet Lee character. Yeah, we're introduced to her. She's the main character, and then she dies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Short, like 15, 20 minutes into the film. Right. But she's the main character um, for the first portion of the film. And she's having these dreams and we're in her dreams and she's seeing a guy. Um, we don't really see his face. We know it's fucked up looking mm-hmm. and he's wearing a hat and he's got a glove on his right hand with mm-hmm. uh, knives. Yeah. And he's like making Mm-hmm. Yeah, scratch yeah. him against pipes. And Actually, stuff. when the movie opens, he's making the glove. Yeah, yeah. The movie yeah. starts with him making the glove, and then you get the like the the logo flashes on the screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah you get the iconic music. Yeah, I want to talk about the score uh, in our reviews, mm-hmm. um, but yes, it's really iconic music. That beam, was that a synthesizer or something? It shit? has its highlights for sure. Yeah. Um, she's getting chased. Uh, she wakes up. He's, yeah, he her, slashes at her and then she yeah. wakes up. Holds onto her crucifix and then she sees her nightgown has slashes in it. Yeah. Right. And her mom comes in and she's like, what the fuck going on? <laughs> Nothing, mom. fucking drunk ass boyfriend's <laughs> like, let's go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she uh, meets up with her best friend, Nancy. Nancy. Played by Heather Langenkamp. And uh, she meets up with uh, young Johnny Depp. Introducing yeah. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's got a pretty sweet car. So I know in our last episode we introduced or we reviewed um, the Rob Zombie trilogy, yeah. and Captain Spaulding's got that pink '59 Cadillac, yeah. and uh, yeah. Johnny Depp drives a '58 Cadillac, same model, just different year. Yeah. What is Christine? Oh, oh it's it's not. It, isn't it a Chrysler? It's something made in Michigan. Uh, no, it's a Plymouth Fury. Plymouth Fury. Yeah, I think a '50 something. Yeah, I can't remember. 59. People like to go after those cars just because of Christine. Oh, yeah, I'll bet. And what car does uh, Janet Lee drive? Oh, that I can't remember in Psycho. Don't remember. She has a convertible, doesn't she? No, she's got a hard top, I think. Oh, okay. I have the license plate, though. (laughs) What do you mean you have the license plate? Like my, 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 uh, my 65 oh, the replica? Mustang. You have a replica? I ha- No, uh, my license plate number is the same license plate number that Janet, Lee char- Janet Lee's character has. So you got it as in a, a vanity? Her Arizona car is my vanity plate. That was intentional though, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Okay. You've got a vanity plate. So now everybody knows your driver's yeah, license. Yeah, it's ANL709. <laughs> Sucker! Uh, I think a- it's 709. Uh, ANL. It definitely has anal in it. Anal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's on yeah, one of my... No surprise there. One of my cars. <laughs> yes, I have a strong attention to detail, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not the same car. No, it is not. No, it's not. You need to get the same car and put that. No, no, it's not a 65 Mustang convertible. Yeah, that's true. So she's had, she meets up with her friends and she's like talking about her dreams and Heather Langenkamp's or Nancy is like, Mm. yeah, I had some dreams too. Yeah. And then Johnny Depp's like, you guys in your fucking dreams. Yeah. I had dreams too. Bye. Yeah. And then Tina's boyfriend shows up. He's like, I had a hard on when I woke up. Yeah, Rod. Of course, Rod had a hard on. His name is Rod. That's funny. And he's like your typical like New York kind of, hey. I know this movie takes place in California, but is it supposed to take place in California? I'm not sure. Yeah. Because it all is California. I think it's California. Okay. Isn't it? Wait. Or um, Midwest. No, it's supposed to be Illinois, I think. Okay. Or no, that's Haddonfield. Nah. That's Haddonfield. Is it Ohio? (laughs) I don't know. Because there's California license plates on all the cars and there's palm trees. So continuity error, perhaps. I don't know. Who knows? We drove by the house. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Where's the house in Pasadena? No, it's in Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, By the way, in subsequent movies, what colors? What colors the door in Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh yeah, in this one it's blue, right? Yeah. But in the other movies, it's red. Yeah, weird, huh? Yeah, I never, I never noticed that. I, I noticed it last night. I was watching it. I was like, I did too. And I watched oh, it. Like fuck. the door's blue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was red from the yeah. from the jump. Um, so they're talking about nightmares and everything, and and Nancy's like, "Listen, Tina, just loosen up. It's just dreams." Yeah. yeah. And Tina's like, well, we my mom's gone for the weekend. Will you come spend the night? And she's like, yeah, me and what's her boyfriend's name? Glenn. Me and Johnny Glenn. Depp. Yeah. Johnny Derp. <laughs> me and oh, Glenn. Oh, speaking of, yeah. man, he nobody likes him anymore. Johnny Derp? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Well, Remember how popular he used to be? That's because well, Pe- people are getting on him for like everything. Yeah. yeah he's kind yeah. of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Um <laughs> It's a good actor, even as Glenn. Yeah, um, and this is his uh, yeah his first movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Tina's or Nancy's like, yeah, me and Glenn will be over, and then we cut to we're at Tina's house, mm. and Glenn's telling his parents that he's at his cousin's house. I really like that scene. He's got the boombox and he's got sound effects and stuff. Yeah. yeah, oh, it's hilarious. And he's playing sound effects of like an airport, and he's like, yeah, still by the airport. <laughs> and then it turns to like cars driving. He's like, oh, it's just some people drag racing. Then it's like a car accident. People screaming. People screaming. He's like, oh. There's... And then you hear like gunshots or something too, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, got to go. <laughs> um, but then they hear a noise outside. They go out to investigate. And Glenn like is so brave. And he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. And then Rod like fuckles, fucking tackles him. Tackles him. him. Yeah. Like... Yeah, and then and Glenn's like, not as pissed off as no, I would. Well, Glenn be. calls yeah. him a dickhead, and then Rod responds by pulling a like a switchblade on him, like yeah. really overreacts, like whoa, yeah. pull a knife on me. I'm like Rod, calm down. Yeah, and then Rod's <laughs> like, I'm gonna go fuck Tina. Yeah, <laughs> and he like almost literally says that. Yeah, and they bang very loudly. Like, yeah. They're not they're not subtle. And Glenn's yeah. got the bluest balls in the yes. other room. Just yeah, listening. and he's like, ah, morality sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, because uh, he tries to put the moves on uh, Nancy, and she's like, "Come on, Glenn, no, this is about uh, Tina and supporting her." And he's like, ah. "Yeah, he's like that ain't gonna cure this." <laughs> but Nancy's sleeping in Tina's bed. Tina's fucking in her mom's bed. 
and uh, Glenn is downstairs on the couch listening to this all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whacking it, <laughs> presumably. Um, Tina falls asleep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then she wakes up and it's like, is it a dream? Is it not a dream? Mm-hmm. You don't know. And she hears a noise outside. So she goes outside and she ends up walking down an alley. And this is where you get the classic like mini Freddy Krueger. Yeah, with his arms all stretched out. Yeah, and he's like. <laughs> and they actually got a little guy. Oh, did they? They, is got that how a, they did that? They got a little guy to play Freddy Krueger in the alley scene. And then they put the That's arms chasing, like on fishing oh, line, right? Oh, yeah. They did do that. But then when he's chasing after oh, her. Oh, yeah. And he's like, ah. And he's got to. It's to make it look like he's further away, I guess. Okay. Um, in the short alley. And then she runs into him. Yeah. Right. And then Freddy's like, watch this, Tina. And he cuts off his fingers and like green goo yeah, comes green. out. Yep. Yeah. And she's like, fuck you. And she goes running <laughs> back in the house and she's screaming for Rod. And then Freddy's attacking her, rips her face off. And he's yeah. got like the skull. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and then Rod wakes up and he sees Tina like thrashing, thrashing around in, in bed. bed. Yeah. And he's like, Tina. And she's like, Rod. She's like, Rod, save me. But it comes out as like, Rod, stop it. Stop it. Rod, she's like screaming for him. So what Nancy and Glenn hear yeah. is Rod is attacking her. Right. And she gets sliced and diced and blood is fucking everywhere. And this scene is so cool because I remember the first time seeing it, like where she's like on the wall, like and, and then, Rod's just watching. He's like, Tina, Tina. <laughs> Rod's a dumb fuck. And they film I guess when <laughs> they just punch her, she'll wake up. Yeah. When they filmed that, I guess the guy playing Rod was upside down. Right. And they like glued his hair down so that it looked like he was. I was sitting. wondering that. And yeah, so cause she moves like on the ceiling, it, it's that's a really yeah. Cool so scene. she's like going, she's like going across the ceiling and everything. It reminds me of the uh, remind me of Poltergeist. It reminded me of uh, Lionel Richie's dancing on the dancing ceiling. on the yeah. ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> what a feeling! Do you think we could remake that uh, video and just put and just oh, what, what, a what a feeling? feeling. There's Tina. She's getting oh, dan- you know what? Slashing sure, on the ceiling. I'm sure somebody did that. They how, should. How could somebody not do that? Yeah. 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 Um, remember that Jamiroquai video? Oh yeah, virtual insanity. Yeah. That movie, that video yeah. is fucking awesome. I wonder what he's virtual doing now. Insanity. He's going. Hey, anybody remember virtual insanity? Yeah, hey. Anybody want to buy my hat on eBay for fifty well, bucks? You know what happened? <laughs> or best offer? <laughs> Free shipping. I think it was his. It was. I don't know if it was his next album or what, but the day it got released, guess what happened that day? September eleventh. Nine eleven. Nine eleven. Oh, yeah. that sucks. So yeah. that probably affected it. Yeah. That's like when the Hoff was going to do a concert on pay-per-view. Like, remember he was big in fucking Germany? Germany, yeah. And then he was going to do a pay-per-view concert in for America, right? Yeah. Guess what happened? O.J. Simpson Bronco Chase. Yeah. And everybody yeah, yeah. turned that on. Well, not that anybody was going to watch yeah. the fucking Hoff concert <laughs> anyway. But that's what he'll say. Yeah. Uh, fucking O.J. Oh, who knows? People would have, I probably would have watched it. I don't know. The Hoff? But you, you know, know I don't know. I know. But you know, but Jamiroquai came out down. Uh, like, and everybody's like, yeah, Jamiroquai. We're not feeling this. Yeah. <laughs> We're proud to be Americans right now. We're not feeling your virtual insanity. Mm. He has a really good voice, though. Yeah. Oh, he's a great singer. Wasn't Jamiroquai the song in uh, that uh, Napoleon dances to in Napoleon Dynamite? Oh, was it? Yeah. I, I can't think, remember. I think that's Jamiroquai Probably. when he does the vote uh, for Pedro dance. I don't know. My wife really likes Jamiroquai. I want to say there was a Jamiroquai song in like the Godzilla soundtrack, the one from like the <laughs> yeah. late 90s, early 2000s. What? The Matthew Broderick one. Oh, that movie sucked. <laughs> I never saw it. But that video was badass. Oh, wait, that video and was that's awesome. that's kind of the same techniques. Yeah. Where you keep the camera 
like still fixed. Yeah. And you're like, and the room, well, they moves move the room around a gimbal yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So Tina gets got and Rod fucking hightails it out. Yeah, of there. He runs in his tidy whities. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Glenn and Nancy see the body and they're mm-hmm. like, fuck. <laughs> now we're introduced to John Saxon. Yeah, Nancy's dad. Nancy's dad, who just so happens to be like the chief of police, sheriff. Oh, I like John Saxon. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, he's been in some really classic films. He was in a lot of those uh, action films, probably, that you like. Oh, he's in a lot of international films. Yeah, he yeah. did the uh, Enter the Dragon. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. But he, yeah, he is in a lot of it. What was the other? Was it? Hands, Hands of Steel. He was the bad guy oh. in Hands of Steel. Yeah. I seem hmm. to remember him in another international film. But um, anyway, he plays uh, Nancy's dad, chief of police, and uh, yeah. yeah, he busts uh, Rod because Rod like meets up with. Uh... Well, not yet. So he's he's talking to Nancy, and he's like, mm. "We find out he's Nancy's dad," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, what the fuck were you doing over there?" Yeah, it's like having a sleepover. What the fuck? <laughs> like, who cares? I thought that was a weird reaction too, because he's like, "Hey, I'm really." It's not, "Hey, I'm sorry, your best friend's dead." It's like, "What the hell were you doing over and there?" When the, <laughs> and when the deputy's telling him about it, he's like acting like he's never heard of this chick before. If it's your daughter's best friend, you're like, "Oh shit, she Tina. died." Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> like, how's my daughter doing? Yeah, how do I support her? Yeah. Instead, he's like, "What the? What are you doing, doing over there? there? And why was Glenn over there? <laughs> <laughs> What's this here about a tape with sound effects on it?" <laughs> Uh, anyway, she's like, Nancy's all fucked up. And so uh, they take her home. And then the next morning, Nancy wakes up and she's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to school. School. Which I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, as a kid, that's probably what you would do. Yeah, because yeah. mom even tells her, you, know, you don't have to go to school. She's like, I need to go to school. But it's like, what else do you know as a kid? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I go to school every day. Like, yeah. this is what I'm supposed to do. It's routine. Then it's like, I could use the distraction. So she's on her way to school. And Rod uh, accosts her. He pops out of the bushes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sticks her with his dick. No, he doesn't. But <laughs> he's, he's like, <laughs> he's like Nancy. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. See, I didn't even see the fucker. <laughs> there was someone in there. There was someone Nancy. in there. <laughs> Nancy, there was someone yeah. in there. Rod. <laughs> Rod. <laughs> I believe you, Rod. <laughs> I will say this about Heather Langenkamp. Sweetheart. She's so nice. Super Very nice. nice. Her acting in this movie... Yeah, it's a little. Really? Oh, she didn't really bother me. Uh, it's a little. It's a little uh, flat. Would you say flat, Alan? One dimensional. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean and, she's really cute yeah. though. Oh she's yeah, she's really cute in this film. Yeah. I I was like, oh yeah, she's cute, yeah. and she's really cute in real life, and she's super awesome. Nice. Yeah. yeah, right. But her acting in this movie, this was like her first film. Yeah, yeah. she was better in part three. Yeah, I would agree. Oh, we'll and get in, in and in New Nightmare, we'll get into that too. Okay. Yeah. Will we? <laughs> yes. We, we, yes. Uh, well, we on the will. based on the reviews. Yeah. Yeah. So, all of a sudden, John Saxon comes out and he's like, "Put your hands up, Rod." And he's like, "Fuck you!" And he throws Nancy in front of the gun. Nancy actually steps in front of the gun. Yeah. Like, Don't shoot him, Daddy. <laughs> and he's like, "Jesus Christ, Nancy." <laughs> I'll fucking karate chop you. <laughs> he's the, he's John Saxon's the best actor in this movie. Johnny Depp's in this movie. Uh, John Saxon. Johnny Depp because no, he does the better, a good job. I think Saxon does a better performance. Yeah. Career-wise, though, Johnny Depp. Oh, I'm not talking about career. I'm talking about just this movie. <laughs> um, oh, Robert England. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He's yeah, yeah. He's all right. But he doesn't have a lot of lines. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yeah, his part's small in this yeah. one. 
Anyway, Rod gets caught, and they're like, eh, he's got a switchblade on him. Yep, take him to jail. <laughs> take him. He did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, I didn't do it, Nancy. So Nancy's in school. <laughs> She's in English class, and they're reading from fucking some Shakespeare bullshit. Yeah, and the teacher's Lynn Shea. Yeah, I saw yeah. that too. I was like thinking about that. I was like, oh, David should have her sign his like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street poster. Do you have a Nightmare on Elm Street 1 poster? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. You should at Oh, that thing is loaded. It doesn't have a bunch of signatures on it. It's got quite a few. You should have her sign it. Yeah. Because she's got a pretty, like, oh, yeah. It's a good role. Yeah. Yeah. I was also wondering, like, the hall pass. Nancy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't forget your hall pass or whatever. Like, who the fuck was that chick? Like, you need her signature. (laughs) (laughs) She's probably working at Costco. Probably get it for like five bucks. Uh, I like, hey, I don't have my card with me, but I do have this poster. Could you <laughs> yeah. sign it, please? Also, I'll take one of those pizzas <laughs> and a hot dog. Yeah. Yes. Nancy falls asleep in English class. She sees Tina's uh, fucking body in a body bag. Uh huh. Yeah, that's a cool scene too. She's like getting that dragged. Scene creeped. Us. Oh, me too. Yeah. Me and my sister watch this movie. Did I tell you the story about how I scared my sister the one time where I popped up off the side of her bed? Did I tell you guys that story? I don't know. Yeah. I'll tell it in a little bit. Remind <laughs> me to tell that story. Anyway, me and my sister watched a lot of these, a lot of horror movies together mm-hmm. growing up. Like she was the one who introduced me to all these movies. Uh-huh. And uh, that scene of Tina getting dragged and in the body bag and stuff. Oh, that's a creepy scene. It is very creepy. I just remember being creeped out by it. But anyway, Nancy goes and follows her and some chick stops her wearing a red and green sweater. Yeah. She's like, you need a hall pass. And she's like, fuck your hall pass. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, she keeps walking after Tina and she finds herself down in the boiler room. Mm-hmm. When you guys were in like school growing up, did you guys have a boiler room? No. Not that I ever saw. We had, we, I, we had a boiler room. Really? Cause like when I watched the movies, like, what kind of school has this? <laughs> what well, a big I, ass oven. I, that would make sense. Like a Midwest East yeah. Coast, maybe. Oh, for thing. heat? Yeah. Well, I guess. I don't know. It's like where the janitors hung out. <laughs> but there was a room where, I mean, it didn't look as extravagant as this, right? There wasn't like 50,000 pipes and steam everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. Right. Like catwalks. But there was a room and it was downstairs where there was like the, all the fucking heating elements hmm. and yeah. there was all that bullshit. And so when she walked down there, I kind of like flashed back to elementary school and yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I remember seeing that, like the door would be open and it'd have that smell of like burnt dust. Yeah. Like smell. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and the janitor had a red and green sweater and, yeah, diddle, and, and diddled me <laughs> <laughs> with his oh. razor sharp claws. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love those days. Um, he's all. <laughs> <laughs> so Nancy uh, is down in the fucking. Uh, whatever boiler room and Freddie comes after her. And this is the first time we get like a real glimpse of him. Yeah. Well, I guess right. we got a glimpse of him when he killed Tina, but like, he's like coming after Nancy. He's got that. Mm, yeah. Scratching his claws, scratching his claws, scratching his nuts. And uh, <laughs> Nancy's sitting there and she's like, no. And she burns herself on the fucking. Yeah. Oh, and he like slices his nipple open. Doesn't he? And like a bunch of mealworms or something. Yeah, he's out. like, it's she's gross. like, who Who are you? Yeah, and he slices his fucking nipple open and a bunch of fucking <laughs> maggots come out. <laughs> and then she's like, fuck this. And she burns herself <laughs> yeah. on a pipe. Yeah. And, and she, yeah, you get the come to Freddy. Yeah. Like, nope. I'm going <laughs> to burn myself. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, she wakes up screaming 
And everybody in class is like, what the fuck's wrong with Nancy? Meanwhile, one of their fucking classmates just died yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And it was her best friend. And everybody's like, what the fuck's What's wrong, wrong with, with her? her? What's, <laughs> what's she all worked up about? Yeah. And she's got a burn on her arm like in real life. So it's yeah. like, all right. So it's, it's something it's real happened. Pretty legit. Yeah. Just like when Amanda Wise, when Tina gets sliced in the dream at the beginning. Tina! She, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, who the fuck are you? Where are you? Who did this? <laughs> if I I'll kill you. I'll kill you if I'll kill I can you, see you. <laughs> Tina! Show yourself. <laughs> you just keep saying Tina. Tina! 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, he didn't wake up with a heart on that morning. No. Mm. Um. So Nancy goes to the prison uh, to the jail. Excuse yeah. me, because he's being held in jail. Like I don't know. This is a small ass fucking town. Like mm. he just killed somebody, and they're just like, man, we'll put him in this jail cell for yeah. a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but he tells you. Should they send him to county? <laughs> like, someone, someone should pick him up and put him in prison. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he tells her like what happened, and then he also tells her uh, about a dream that he had, and like it, it guy sounds with sharp claws. Yeah, it sounds just like Freddy. Guy with hey, sharp claws. claws. <laughs> his claws. Hat. Where are we hat. supposed to be from again? Because <laughs> I'm from New York. <laughs> this is California. <laughs> California by way of Ohio, <laughs> and I'm from New York by way of Illinois, <laughs> and by way of Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Uh huh. Listen, Mr. Carter came, and I'm fucking... <laughs> it's an all-American film. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> fucking... Folk. From sea to shining sea. Yeah, exactly. Wes Craven's like, I don't give a fuck. Nah. Talk however you want to. Yeah. Okay, fucking Wes. <laughs> um, hey, you got it, Mr. Craven. <laughs> I'm going to do a southern accent, I think. So, uh, yeah, he's like, some shit's going down, Nancy. And Nancy's like, I had those dreams, too. <laughs> We need to figure this out. But it's like, I don't know. I was thinking that about this. And I'm like, yeah, we had the same dreams. That's weird. Still doesn't explain the fact how fucking Tina died. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I mean, they describe him the same. It's like uh, she was like murdered with like some sort of sharp object. It's like, eh. I guess. Yeah, I guess. It's still weird. It's weird. I wouldn't jump to that conclusion, though. Like, oh, well, and they don't really yet. They're just like something weird's going on. All right. Um, so what do you rate it? <laughs> what happens after this bathtub scene? Oh yeah. So Nancy goes home. This is a great scene. It is. This is the eight by 10. I had uh Heather Langenkamp sign. This is, Meow. this is the only one that you have to have her sign. I didn't realize she shows a little, is that her boobs? Uh, no, when she gets pulled underwater, it's a double. It's oh, okay. a stunt person. I think. Okay. Yeah. I did the same thing. I, I may have paused it. God, you're such a <laughs> fucking perv. Uh, says the guy. Who, I didn't pause it. No, she, you're like, is there those? She was like 19 or 20. Like she was an adult. Well, yeah, I was. Yeah, she was. Well, she's older than us, first of all. Yeah, like, and I was like, I, I didn't realize when I was watching it, I forgot there was nudity in the movie. Honestly, yeah, I was like, oh, there's not any nudity in this until part three. Yeah. Uh, let me study it in pause. Uh, let me hit the pause button. Let just, me, just let me do some scientific Listen, research on, minutes on her 17. breastuses. Uh, I'll need to report on this on the uh, podcast. So let me just pause it right, right here. Okay. <laughs> let me grab this uh, bottle of lotion. <laughs> Mom, can we rent Nightmare on Elm Street so I can do some scientific research? I just need you to fast forward it to 46 minutes and 17 seconds Whoa. for me. And I'll just pause it there. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I'm done. All done. <laughs> My research uh, is concluded. <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> Those were not Heather Lagacap's boobs. Oh, no. 
no, but as I was watching it last night, I was like, oh, God, I forgot this even happened. Then I was like, was that Heather? No. I didn't think that she, I don't know. For some reason, she doesn't come across as someone who would have shown her boobs. But uh, regardless, <laughs> now that you say that. Boy, you did do some research. <laughs> we should we should have a uh, we should have a meter on one end is Heather Langenkamp, and the other meter or on the end of the meter is uh, Linnea Quigley. <laughs> oh, Linnea Quigley, she would have like been walking around the high school with her top off. She'd been yeah. like, "What's up, guys?" She would be like, "Hey, has, have, has everyone seen these yet?" Just yeah. want to make sure. Yes, we have. Just want to make sure you. they're in this movie. So. Fucking stick your lipstick in them too. Meow. Gross. It's so gross. <sighs> <laughs> Oh. Um, but anyway, oh, pretty, back, back pretty so, famous scene. Yeah, so Freddy's claw comes up and he's like the right between her legs. Yeah, and he's gonna grab her, and then uh, Nancy's mom knocks on the door. Hello, what are you doing in there? Don't fall asleep. I actually really like that exchange. She says, "I've heated up some warm milk for you," which is like that's the thing. Like in movies, like do people ever drink warm milk in real Supposedly, life? Supposedly, it helps you fall asleep. I guess so, but I've never known a single person who's done yeah. it. But Nancy's no, reaction warm is milk awesome. Sounds fucking disgusting. Yeah, and she even says, "She goes warm milk, gross." That's for yeah. old people. Yeah, warm yeah. milk sounds like it's halfway to being cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all curdled. I love it. Yeah, the colder the better. Yeah, yeah. right. And some yeah. cookies. Yeah, give me some cookies and milk. Oh, mm-hmm. man, it sounds good right now. Yeah, mm, it does. But anyway, Nancy falls back asleep, and then yeah, Freddie pulls her into the tub, mm-hmm. like all the way down under, and now we got like a big water tank. Yeah, weird. Yeah, and then Nancy's mom's like, Nancy, what are you doing in there? <laughs> and then she comes out, and she's like. She wakes up seemingly out of the dream. Nothing, mm-hmm. mom. Yeah, she just uh, she slipped coming out of the uh, she slipped coming out of the tub is what she tells yeah. her mom. Yeah. Uh, she goes to her bedroom and then Glenn breaks in. Yeah, while she's watching the Evil Dead. Yeah, she's watching Evil Dead and Glenn breaks in. He's like, "Hey, you want a quickie?" And she's <laughs> like, "Listen, Glenn. <laughs> Listen, Glenn. I'm tired of your shit. I'm tired of your shit, but <laughs> I got a plan." <laughs> you know, if you do this for me, I'll give you some hand release. And he's like, whatever you want. <laughs> um, she's like, I need, I got a plan. And then it cuts to Nancy going outside. Now, the cool thing about this is, is like, we don't know what her plan is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She says, I'm going to go get someone. I just need you to watch me. Yeah. And then she like, it's like very Scooby-Doo. Like, here's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then it cuts to nancy's walking outside and she's like glenn are you there and glenn pops out from a bush he's like i'm right here he doesn't talk like that he has a southern <laughs> accent right he's like i'm right here y'all is that a southern nah he's like got a midwestern kind of i don't know he's got a johnny depp accent yeah yeah he sounds like johnny depp he sounds a lot like johnny depp <laughs> and uh looks like skeet ulrich yes and so uh <laughs> nancy's walking and uh, she walks to the police station, actually. Yep. And uh, she hears, like, she walks through the alley. She hears Freddy kind of noises and shit like that, like the scraping. And she walks to the police station. And there just so happens to be a window that she can look into the basement where uh, uh, Rod is being mm-hmm. held. And she sees uh, Freddy walk into Rod's. Um, yeah, he walks into the cell. cell. Yep. Right through the bars. Yep. Very Terminator 2. Yep. <laughs> he's like made of liquid <laughs> and uh he's like gonna kill rod and she's like glenn glenn where are you glenn glenn somehow how does she wake up well freddie ends up chasing her okay and she like runs up the stairs and he's got that weird like sticky oh, kind of goo in that the was stairs. a cool scene too cool. because i was like you know how like in dreams sometimes you try running and it's like impossible yep. yeah they did a good job 
Yep. So yeah, now we realize it seems like when you're running, it just feels slow motion. And they do that a lot in the movie where like you could look at it and be like, why is this person running so slowly? And it's mm-hmm. like, well, it's a dream. It's a dream. Mm-hmm. And so what I was saying earlier was they did a good job of like going, okay, her plan. We didn't know her plan was to fall asleep. Yeah. So when we see her outside, it's like, who is she walking after? But she's not. She's dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. And so she runs back up to her room. She gets caught in the mush on the stairs and she gets all pissed off at Glenn. Yeah, because um, Freddie like jumps out of the mirror at her, but then right at that uh, time, her alarm goes off and wakes her up. Yeah, yep. and, and she looks over and Glenn was sleeping. She's like, and she's Glenn. like, Glenn, you bastard. Yeah, and he's like, what? <laughs> she's <laughs> like, you had one job to do, uh-huh. you <laughs> prick. And he's like, do I still get hand release? It's <laughs> like, no, go home. No, sorry. <laughs> go uh, home but- and listen to your sound effects. Too. <laughs> <laughs> go back to 21 Jump Street, bitch. <laughs> Her and Glenn go to the police station or some shit. She wants to go check on Rod. To go check on Rod. And, and the dad's like, fine, I'll go check on him. And meanwhile, Rod is getting strangled by a, uh, a blanket. Yep. Yeah. A sheet. Un- unseen force is doing it when we know it's Freddy. And he hangs him to make it look like Glenn. Like a suicide. Himself. Yeah, suicide. Yep. And they just so happen to find him like right as it happens. Yeah. And he's dead. And so John Saxon's like, listen. I don't know what you got to do. We got to we got to keep her locked up in her room to the mom. And the mom's like, I'm, I'll do you one better. I'm taking her to go get some help. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, well, right before that, at the at the burial, like Nancy tells her mom about like the, the person in her dreams. Yeah. She tells both of them. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I saw this guy and his name's Fred Krueger. Yeah. And they kind of look at each other like, eh, like something's up. You're hiding mm-hmm. something. Yep. And, uh, they take her to see Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Charles Fleischer, <laughs> who talked the voice of Roger Rabbit. And he's like, I'm perfect. <laughs> I, mean, I can't do it. Let's see. It, Please. There you go. <laughs> Lay down on the table. It's a, take off your clothes. It's a sleep disorder clinic, right? Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's to study her, um, her dream patterns and everything. And so they're, they hook her up to this fucking EEG or whatever it is. Kind of, machine and uh the numbers like yeah because she has a nightmare and like yeah the numbers like go off the chart yeah yeah oh and that's when she gets the slash in her arm like she wakes up in the sleep study and and she grabs his hat and she grabs his hat and she goes i brought this back and they're like where the fuck did you get that hat Mm -hmm. yeah and she's got like a gray streak in her hair when she comes back like she's seen yeah she saw and the mom's like i don't know where you got that hat from like where'd you pull it out from it's like where do you like i had it up inside my twat yeah like where, where else would she have it like, she can't believe it yeah at that weird. point i'd be like i'm now prepared to believe anything you say yeah you've produced a hat out of you've, nowhere yeah what do you fucking and it has the name of a murderer harry inside blackstone it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like not only is this a hat but is this your car is this your hat <laughs> so the, so the mom knows something's up so she starts she's become a drinker and she, the mom's been drinking the entire yeah. time but she now bars we know. up the windows <clears throat> she does and she's like i'm gonna lock you inside she locks the door from the outside. She bars up all the windows. And then she tells Nancy. She what, tells her what's up. What's up. Yeah. Nancy's like, you got to tell me who Fred Krueger is, mom. Yeah. Who's Fred Krueger? And they even uh, credit him as being Fred Krueger. Yeah, Fred. He's not Freddy. Not Freddy yet. Yeah. And so the mom's like, look. You He's not a funny guy yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the mom's like, look, you want to know the story. Let me tell you something about Fred Krueger. That's Tom Brokaw. Fred Krueger's a son of a bitch. Fred Krueger. 
Today on the news, Fred Krueger. Fred Krueger molested several children. Well, he wasn't a child molester. He was a child killer. He was a child killer. Killed more than 20 kids in the neighborhood. Yeah, and uh, the lawyers got fat, the judge got famous, but uh, due to the wrong signature being in the wrong place. Yep, he got off. He got off, and so they tracked him down to the boiler room where he would kill all of his kids. Yep. And they they lit that that bitch on fire. Yep. Yep, and she took a souvenir... She swiped she took- his glove as a collectible. Yeah, she's like, someday this will be worth some money. Worth some money. I'm going to get Robert England to sign it at a convention. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, she's like, oh, I, fuck, I killed him before he could be honest, sign it. Um, just last night, I did buy myself like as a birthday you, present The Trick or Treat Studios? I did. I bought nice. the, but I bought the Nightmare on Elm Street 4 one just to put next to my Nightmare on Elm Street 4 Makes poster. sense. I was going to buy the Part 3 one. That's pretty dope. Yeah. I wanna, when you get it, I want to see it. Yeah, it doesn't ship till December, but I did pre-order it last night. Nice. I, want, I know I want to see it. I want to feel it. <laughs> I want to wear it. I want you to tickle my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> I say what? Uh, mm. uh. It's made out of real... Uh, it's real leather, uh, real stainless steel, and copper. Nice. Looks pretty sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. You, but you haven't gotten it yet? No, it doesn't ship till December. Oh. It'll be a birthday present that he gets for Christmas. Yes. So exactly. it's a Christmas present. Yeah, there you go. Brithmas. Oh, both. Oh, yeah. I'll get myself something else for Christmas. <laughs> right. Something that'll ship uh, in September yeah, of next exa- year. <laughs> exactly. Always on the delay. Uh, uh, yeah, well, you should be getting some good stuff coming up. Some albums, some vinyls mm-hmm. that you ordered. Yeah. I know. I'm waiting on some vinyls that I ordered, too. I'm like, when do those fuckers yeah. ship out? Nice. Arrive, please. <laughs> cool. So what do you rate it? <laughs> uh, oh, let, we're not done yet. Yeah, let's get through this real quick. <laughs> yeah, we're getting close. We're getting close to the end here. So Nancy calls Glenn. Uh, she wants to pull Freddie into the real world, and she's like, "When I bring him out, you fucking cold cock him." He's Which, like, "Huh?" Like that. He's like, "Huh?" It's like, "Meet me at midnight. Whatever you do." She sets up some booby traps. Don't fall asleep. Yeah, she goes full Kevin McAllister, and they all fall asleep. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's got like the anarchist cookbook. <laughs> yeah, she's been reading some booby trap uh, Cliff's notes. And you're right; stuff. she does go full Kevin McAllister. And then Glenn's like watching his TV on his lap, listening to his albums. Useless. <laughs> and his mom comes in. And he's like, ah, I'm just watching Miss Nude America. It's like, <laughs> that's, that's a it. show. <laughs> and she's like, well, don't stay up too late. Yep. Yeah. And like um, uh, Nancy tries to call Glenn and like the parents answer and they take the phone off the hook. So she uh, can't get a hold of him. The dad's like, call him tomorrow. He's sleeping. He's sleeping. Um, so, yeah, uh, Glenn uh, falls asleep and Glenn gets got. Yeah. Kind of a gruesome, weird, unexplained way. Like, if you walked in and that's how you're... So- okay, so he gets pulled, sucked into the bed. Yeah, Freddy Krueger drags Captain Jack to Davy Jones' locker. Yep, and, and then blood, blood sprays... Squ- yeah, everywhere. All, all over, over the, the ceiling. All over the ceiling. Like, so much so that it's leaking through the From, ceiling. Yeah, and the mom walks in, she's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like... It's ridiculous. She's like... He must have just died of natural causes. (laughs) He had a cold. Well, he did have a scratchy throat. Of course. An allergic reaction. (laughs) Um, So Nancy's like, I guess I got to do this by myself. Like, she's like more emotional about like. Yeah. And then the cops show up and they're like, you don't need a stretcher. You need a mop. Oh, God. It's brutal. (laughs) So the dad's across the street and she calls the dad at Glenn's parents' house. She's like, dad, I know what I got to do. 
The dad's like, yeah, whatever, Nancy, I'll come see you later. <laughs> She's like, break down the door in 20 minutes, but then proceeds to go full Kevin McAllister setting up all these booby traps. Like, there's no way she did all of that in 20 minutes and fell asleep. There's- Dude, Kevin McAllister did. <laughs> and he had some, mac- what, mac and cheese? Yeah, <laughs> and he had time to have mac and cheese. Mac and cheese sounds <laughs> that so does sound really great. good. Man. Um, uh, oh. So she sets up all these booby traps and then she falls asleep. Yeah, and right as she goes to sleep, like she prays and she like remembers something that Glenn said that like a monster like loses its power if you basically like turn your back on it and kind of deny it power. Yeah, good old Glenn. Mm-hmm. Words of wisdom. <laughs> Words of wisdom by a guy who got sucked into his bed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so she goes, uh, falls asleep, and then she's like, "Kroger, where are you, you bastard?" She Kroger. struggles. She struggles with him in the dream. Well, yeah, but she's calling him out, and then he comes out, and she runs away from him, yeah. and then she's like, where are you? It's like, he was just right there. <laughs> she's able to pull him through, right? Yeah, because her well, alarm goes off, and she like, yeah. She sees on her watch that her alarm's going off in like 10 seconds, and then she's like, where are you? And then he pops up, and she like jumps on top of him, and they yeah. roll around, and then her alarm goes off, and she wakes up in her bedroom, and she's like, what the fuck? And there's like all these like leaves and shit, mm-hmm. yeah, like branches and bushes. And then all of a sudden Kruger pops out. Yeah. And she starts beating up beating him upside the head and shit. <laughs> and she's like yelling out the window, like, get my fucking dad. And the guy's like, huh? <laughs> she lights him on fire. She lights him on fire. And he still gets away. That's a cool scene. Like he fire walks like all the way up the stairs and then he gets he falls down the stairs and comes back down. Yeah. That was a really cool scene. He leaves like these fire footprints everywhere. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So John Saxon bursts in and John Saxon's like, oh, it's all over. And then they're like, where's his body? And then she goes up to her room. Her mom's room. Her mom's room. And Freddie's like on top of the mom. He's like choking her while he's, up, while he's burning. Yeah. And then like. And she's on fire. And then she turns into a skeleton and like blue light comes and she sinks into the bed. They, yeah, they both do, right? I did not understand just, that. Just wait, her skeleton. Yeah, it was like. Wait, sinks into the bed. And I was what? like. And then it turns back into a, like a well-made bed. But he disappears. He disappears. Yeah. And so they're like, it's all over. And like John Saxon's like, I'm going to go. And she's like, I'll be right there. And she stays there. Nancy stays there like looking at the bed. And then he appears. And then Freddie appears. And she's like, fuck you, Freddie. She turns her back on him like Glenn said. Yeah, you're nothing. You're nothing. You're shit. <laughs> she figures it out. Yep. And then she opens the door and Freddie lunges after her and he disappears into nothing. And when she walks out the door, she's walking out the front door. Of the house. Yeah, and it's daytime. Mm-hmm. And her mom is there. Yeah. And her mom's like, you know what they say when you can't remember the night before? It's when you've hit rock bottom or <laughs> you've like bottomed a- out. It's <laughs> like, you know what, kid? I'm going to quit drinking. I feel real good. Yeah, she's like, that just means that she just got totally blotted the night before. <laughs> she's like, I don't remember shit. Yeah. I've been sober for three hours. <laughs> like, I got a whole new outlook on life. <laughs> and Glenn pulls up in his fucking 58 caddy. Mm-hmm. Got Rod in the back, giving the stiffington to fucking Amanda Weiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Nancy's like, it's a good day. Yeah. And even Glenn's like, can you believe this fog? Like, it's like extra foggy. Yeah, and the mom's like, I can believe anything. Yeah. Yeah. The mom's like really overly like June Cleaver. Yeah. yeah. She's- and they get in uh, Glenn's car and then the, convertible top folds up yep. and it's red and black or red and green striped and it comes down really hard and i guess like that wasn't supposed to happen and all the reactions are real yeah like uh that they it all kind of laugh about yeah it. they kind of laugh because it wasn't supposed to do that and yeah. then and they just uh, kept it. and then it locks yeah and the windows and go the windows up. roll up yep. and rod's like or glenn's like i'm not doing any of this and it goes driving away and the mom's like 
goodbye, mm-hmm. goodbye. And then an arm reaches through and grabs a blow-up doll and pulls it through the window. <laughs> yeah, pulls the mom's dummy right through that <laughs> yeah. door window. The end. Whose uh, dream was that? Like, how did that happen? How did the mom I, die? I will give you my my theory <sighs> in my review. What did you rate it, Alan? Oh, yeah, man. I want to hear, Alan. You seem real enthused. Well, <laughs> I, I, I made a little warning. Like, I might be winging this one. Mm-hmm. but uh, Yeah, Alan texted us as we were yeah, talking I'm about just this like, uh, Just okay. like... <laughs> Yeah. Just, a, just a heads up. I'm probably gonna because I've I've seen this, I've seen this enough, and I didn't mind watching it again. But it's like, man, it's just like, all right, I've seen this before in so many other movies. Yeah, and it's like, as I kind of touched up earlier a little bit, uh, there's movies that I enjoy that came before this one so much more, and there's ones that came after this that I enjoy so much more. Um, it's, it's kind of hard for me to rate this because if we're talking about the series, three and four are my favorites. Yeah. So I'm not going to rate this above three and four. However, three and four, they're not, they wouldn't exist without one. They wouldn't exist without one, but, uh, three and four on their own are very entertaining and again, I'm not going to rate those high as well because, again, there's other movies that I enjoy. So I give this one a two. Okay. Okay, so you guys, I guess you guys can accept that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> because yeah. I'm going to argue with you it. Know, it's, it. For me, I don't... It's not one that I go back to. Mm. And, you know, I obviously I went back to it because we had to watch it. Yeah. But I don't even own it. I don't even look for it. I don't even, like... I don't even care to really see it again. And it's not bad. Yeah. I just think that the, you know, the promiscuous teenager thing, it's just like, okay, it's like, I, I'd rather watch a Friday the 13th than a Nightmare on Elm Street. Agreed. Uh, as far as the early ones. Yeah. Um, but, and, yeah. and I will say this, I think two is better. I have to watch two again. I think two. I, haven't seen I need two to in watch two, but uh, my initial reaction is you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I just think there's so much. And one's better than two, but I just think there's so much. And I, and again, I know it doesn't follow the continuity, but I think on its own, two is. I, I'd rather watch two again than one again. Um, but some of the scenes were great. Uh, the kills. Uh, I think it was like too much blood, but you know, that's not really a complaint, but, um, but he had to rely on a lot of style and, uh, which a lot of what was in the nightmare on Elm street series carried over into his scream series. And if we're talking about original, uh, films at the beginning of a franchise, I'll take scream one over nightmare on Elm street one. I, um, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I would, I would too. Yeah. So I know people regard this film as like, you know, very influential. The character is amazing. Like the villain's great. I think that's what I was saying at the beginning of our conversation was like Freddy Krueger as a character. He's entertaining. Has, uh, overshadowed Mm -hmm. the film. Right. And yeah. he's become yes. bigger than the films yes. are. Agreed. Yeah. Um, part two, you mentioned. Part two is kind of well known as being the less. I think part two ones. has a decent lead. Part five is pretty shitty. 
Freddy's Dead is pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah, to me it's all about one, three, Jason. four, and uh, New Nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Freddy versus Jason's pretty shitty. Like, he's become comic booky. The The right. character itself, like you say, the character is a great character. It's a great villain, you know. Yeah. I have him tattooed on my arm for a reason. Like but I love I like the it, character. I like it in small doses, though. Yeah, because and I sometimes think that's why it, I like one. Yeah, um, I like one because he's more of a menacing character. We don't know a lot of his backstory except for what we're told mm-hmm. by the mom. Um, he doesn't get really commercialized till after three. Yeah. Uh, part right. three, three and four. That movie was really successful. By the late eighties, I think they came out with the doll. And yeah, they came stuff. out with the doll. There was the show <laughs> Freddy's uh, Nightmares. Yeah, uh, which the first episode explains the origins of Freddy. Hmm. Like if you ever see that, like it shows the trial and it shows them burning oh, him and everything. Yeah. And Robert England's in it, I guess. Um, and they do some of the origin stuff. Is that part six? I can't is that Freddy's remember. Dead? Part or is it five? Five and five or six. six yeah. I think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Five uh, has some of it. Yeah. yeah. With his mom and stuff. Uh, but I, even part three has that, right? Because yeah. his mom shows up in part three. Mm. Yeah. They, they hint Wasn't she raped it. by like a bunch of maniacs? A bunch of maniacs. Yeah. Right. And uh, he's the product of that. So regardless, they really tried to keep the franchise going. And I just think the, the highlights for me are three and four. Yeah. And uh, if, if, you know, for my horror villains, there's so much more that I prefer. Yeah. Well, so you gave it a two? I gave it a two. So I'm going to, I'm going to give it higher than that. But surprisingly enough, not much. I I like the movie. uh I like three a lot better. Right. Um, And so I would rate three a lot better, but I'm going to give one, two and a half. Um, it's middle of the road for me. I watched it again and I'm like, there's some really good parts to it. Yeah. But there's also kind of some, there's some cheesiness to it. There's some like, the acting's like, meh. The story's like, okay. But I like the concept of it all. Yeah. I think part three just does it better. Like part three, and Wes Craven came back for part three and kind of helped them with the mm-hmm. story. Yeah. Um, he wasn't there for part two. Three and four are great. And uh, yeah, and four being like a direct sequel to three is kind of like really back to back. I think four is probably the most underrated of the yeah. series. Now, if three and four had existed on their own. You need one because you need kind of that Nancy story to explain the character. Yeah, in part that's three. true. That's yeah. true. But you maybe you could have done well, that she's not with like a 25 yeah. minute. Yeah. Snippet. And 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 I I will I will concede this if it wasn't for the first one we wouldn't have New Nightmare. And I think yeah. New Nightmare is great. New Nightmare is awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to give it two and a half. It's uh influential in the franchise, not the best of the franchise, much like Friday the 13th part 1. Yeah. yeah. Uh influential in the franchise, not the best. Right. Um but two and a half is a solid number as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm pretty much in agreement with you guys. I mean, I, I love this movie. It's a classic. Um, it's not a it's not a perfect movie. There's a lot of things that are flawed. Like sometimes like, all right, who's dreaming and why? Oh, I was going to I was going to touch on that. Go ahead yeah. and review first. Oh, like the end. Um, I do like um, Charles Bernstein's uh, score. The music is yeah. awesome. And that's, yes. and that's yeah. throughout all the films. Um, Freddy Krueger looks really cool, but he's barely even in the movie. So this is kind of a, just a soft introduction to his character. I think they... Definitely fleshed him out better in parts three, four, yeah. uh, New Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a whole lot of kills, and the ones are pretty sim- pretty simple. But I feel like the Tina one and the Johnny Depp one are those are iconic yep. uh, and just classics. 
But overall, this is a movie I come back to every year. I really do like it. Mm. Um, I give it three. Three. Okay. So it averages two and a half overall. See, and I don't, and I, and me, I don't go back to it. I, I watch it like once a year. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I, mean, I get nostalgic for it. Um, yeah. One thing I was watching uh, when I was watching it last night, I was thinking the same thing. Like, whose dream is this? Um, I think it's all Nancy's dream, and I think the whole thing is Nancy's dream. And so, I don't think I think the whole movie is a dream. So if Nancy's wow, dreaming, so then her mom's not really dead, right? Everybody, no, she's dead, and she's stuck in this dream. Okay, and so like so that was no. the issue I had with the ending, and I know that that was controversial, uh, controversial as well because Wes Craven did not want the movie to end the way that it did. Well, he had an ending with them riding away in the car, though. Right? Yeah, like a happy ending. And then they wanted to have the studio wanted like one more scare, but I feel like that scare kind of it just leaves it like what? Yeah, what like, the fuck just happened? Yeah. And if it's not the mom's dream, then she's not dead. So then what's nope. the point of even having her pulled through the Because it's Nancy's uh, dream and Nancy's imagining all this stuff happening. I guess. Too. Yeah. And the that makes more that sense, loves. but then still there's no stakes. Like so But I think the whole dead. thing, like the reason why it got me is because the whole movie is a dream? Yeah, because there's no way you can pull something from a dream into reality. Mm-hmm. So it's all part of her dream. What about the hat? That was part of her <laughs> dream. Just, like it's all a dream. You. It's fucking inception, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. it's like it's all a dream within a dream. And so it it all starts after Tina dies. Yeah. It's a and fun she movie. She goes crazy because her friend dies. I don't even think that Fred Krueger so, is a real person. I think that's her nightmare based on a conversation she had with Tina. So did Tina die in her dream? Tina died. But then how does that explain part 3? But see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, like again, if I think as a standalone as a movie, star- standalone movie yeah. I don't think Fred Krueger actually existed. I think Fred Krueger was was if you just take the first movie, okay? Yeah, yeah. Fred Krueger was uh, Nancy's dream about how she dealt with her friend's death. Her friend was killed by Rod. Yeah, and she dealt with it this way, and she went into a dream, and that's what the whole rest mm. of the movie is. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. If you watch it from that perspective, it does kind of make sense. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, well, none of this makes sense, right? None mm-hmm. of this movie makes sense. Like uh, fucking Johnny Depp getting sucked into his bed. Her mom putting <laughs> the bars up on the fucking windows in like two hours. <laughs> yeah, it's like, who did that? <laughs> yeah. Her... Did she do that herself? She get a hammer and a ladder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was drunk as shit, is, too. Is so that? Like, she she probably her... fucked her thumb up a lot. The, she's got blood blisters yeah. all over her the, nails. The way you described <laughs> it, do you know if that was Wes Craven's intent? Me? Yeah. Uh, no, that's just something I came up that's with last night. That's just a theory, right? And I don't think it was because... I what, mean, it's a good theory. I wonder if somebody approached Wes Craven at some point that thought of this, the same theory and was like, hey, Wes, that's really good. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, sure. that was my intention. I think <laughs> I'd, I'd like, Alan, sure. I'd like to take credit for that being an original idea and no one ever having thought of that before. Although I know that's probably not true. But <laughs> if it is true, copyright the swearwolves. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's my thought. Now... Again, that doesn't play into parts two through eight, eight, <clears throat> but two through 80. Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, three and four um, are, are good sequels to this one. They came out just at the right time. Yep. Too, yep. I think late mm-hmm. 80s because things got real goofy, but they were they still had uh, it was still horror enough to be kind of a balance. And I think we talked about this before, but part four was the first one that I ever saw. I don't know about oh, you guys. Well, 
I think three was the first. Remember, one I saw it at a friend's house who had cable. And you know what? Real, it was real late at night. Parents were asleep. Like what? that's something else. Let's watch this movie. I was gonna tell you how it scared my sister. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Real quick, that, yeah. that's something else. I saw three before I ever saw one. So yeah. when I saw one, it's just like, uh, yeah. yeah. Part one, I think it was like the third one I saw too. I think I saw four, then three, then one. But you like one the best, right? No. No. Um, he likes three. I probably best. like three or four. Yeah, I like three and four more yeah. than one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So. I all used right. to watch these movies with my sister. Yeah. And so we'd watch all these horror movies. And then um, our living room was on the top floor and all of our bedrooms were on the bottom mm-hmm. floor <clears throat> at our house. And so uh, we were watching movies and getting scared and stuff. And I was like, well, I'm going to go to bed. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to go to bed soon too. And I walked downstairs and I had to walk by her bedroom and her bedroom uh, light was on. And we had beds. We had water beds. Mm-hmm. I had a water bed too. I fucking hated it. <laughs> I, I love water beds. I liked it at the time. And then like after I got one, I was like, this fucking sucks. Um, but anyway, so it was kind of close to the wall, but far enough that you could like lay down on the side. Yeah. Yeah. So I laid down on the side of her bed and I waited and she came downstairs and she like closes her door and she sits down on her bed. And she's like reading a magazine or something. And I must have waited like five minutes. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> didn't see me. And finally, I just pop up and I go, Freddy, like that. And yeah. she screamed her ass off and I ran to my room and locked the door. <laughs> you guys had just watched it? Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. We watched one of them, like probably like part four or something. Did you ever get stuck like in the corner of your waterbed? Like you, like in your sleep, like you roll and like the bed would kind of slosh <laughs> and you get stuck in that weird little gap. You're like, oh. No, but what would happen is, is like we had cats and like they would jump on the bed and like their claws scratch. would like put a pinhole in, in the um, waterbed. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'd wake up and there'd be a big wet spot like at the bottom of the bed, and I was like, "Did I piss myself?" You know, <laughs> I didn't aim that well. <laughs> Did the heater ever break on your waterbed as you I turned slept? It, I turned it down one time because I was so hot and I woke up freezing. Yeah, I, mine broke. I remember one time and just waking up freezing in the dead of winter. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, your story made me think of something. Yeah. It's. You know, we love horror movies. As we get older, we still watch them. We still love them, you know, and, you know, we think back to ones that, you know, we've watched a long time ago. And it made me think of something like no, nothing will ever compare. You can have some of the greatest movies come out and we watch them, we enjoy them, but nothing will ever compare to being a kid. Yeah. And oh, yeah. watching movies as a with, child with your siblings or with buddies. Yeah. And you're legitimately excited or sometimes scared or both. I will say this is like nothing is better even besides being a kid than watching a horror movie with somebody. You but know, when you guys were kids and that was great with, with my friends, like you would have be sleepovers and yeah. And this but, is before like you could go on the internet and see like if most people like it or don't like it. Yeah. Like you just, it was like, I just love this movie just because, but the other thing is, is like after you watch fucking Titanic, yeah. you're not hiding in your sister's bed going iceberg right ahead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're like, uh, you're like that whole thing stays with you for a couple days and then yeah. you're still talking about it. And you're like, and yeah. then even to this day, like that happened fucking 30 I'm, some years ago. And yeah. I still talk about it with my sister and she's like, Oh fuck. She's like, I was scared shitless. I'm, I'm so <laughs> glad I was able to watch the fog when I was a kid because yeah. to this day I watch it and I still remember how freaked out it's I nostalgia was. Nostalgia for you. Or the well, that's lost what I have with like, the thing. Yeah. The yeah, thing was another <laughs> one where I watched it early on. And, and that's like, me fuck. with the Friday the 13th movies. Those exactly. are some of my earliest memories. Yeah. And that's why there's still some of my favorite movies. Yeah. It's not because they're like these fucking great artsy fartsy fucking uh, great 
you know, Opus Films. Yeah. It's yeah. because they just they, they came out at the right time. You saw it. At we the right watched age. them at the right time. Yeah. It's Scream is probably even that way to us too. Like yep. we were still older, um, but still kids. Yep. Yeah. And we're just like that movie brings us back to that time period. A movie that doesn't do that for me is the remake of uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah. Let's ah. talk about this opus. So mm. I'm not going to go into uh, the deets of this. Uh, <laughs> well, only, we really don't have to only because it's the same story. <laughs> we really it, don't. It's pretty similar. Yeah. It's a pretty similar story. It's All right, so what do you rate it? But <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, um, not to bury the lead, um, I didn't like this movie when I first saw it mm-hmm. uh, in the theater, and uh, I realize now why. Why is that? Freddy. Oh. That's the reason why I don't like it. Jackie Earl Haley, who's a fine actor, right? It does great as uh, Rorschach in, in uh, Watchmen. Yeah. Um, his portrayal of Freddy is Rorschach, like like he, it, it, Christopher Nolan Batman. Well, yes, yeah, but yes, yeah, it is. He still kind of talks like Rorschach. True, but his portrayal of Freddy <laughs> is not Freddy. Um, it was trying to be humorous, whereas the original Freddy. And even the part three Freddy isn't trying to be human. It was more like the first Freddy or trying to be like the first Freddy, right? No, he was trying to be more like the fourth Freddy. Oh, the fourth. He was trying to be more comical in certain areas. But the tone was darker. The tone was darker, but he was still trying to crack jokes. He was still like, like, uh, you know, that's a slice right off of the book. Whatever he would say. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? He would say like punny type bullshit. Right. Even though the famous line where he's like, welcome to prime time, bitch. Robert England improvised that Mm -hmm. in part three. And that was like a great moment. Sure. That's why it's a great moment. That's after that. Freddie jumps the shark. The the great moments have basically passed. Exactly. Uh. And so when fucking Jackie Earl Haley does it, he's not a good Freddie. I thought all the other acting was fine. The yeah. chick who plays Nancy um, from uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara. I thought yeah. she was a fine actress. More 30-year-olds playing teenagers. Like. No, she wasn't. She 30. was still pretty young. And she was <laughs> young. <laughs> all right, um, The kid who played her like boyfriend or whatever, I thought it was just fine. Um, I, I remembered it being a little bit more heavy on the, uh, was he guilty or wasn't he guilty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I watch it again, I'm like, no. It they only play that just for a few minutes. Yeah. Like, nah, he was guilty. Yeah, he was They guilty. tried to humanize him a little bit. They did. Yeah. But they didn't dwell on it as long as I remember They tried them. to be clever about it. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Fucking um, I Michael, thought the acting was Michael fine. Bay. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Michael Bay producing, like, here's my thing. is like, did the movie need to be re- reborn? No. Then... We my, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> my votes, no. No, it didn't. No, definitely not. Um, and, you know, there's plenty of other horror movies that I think you could go back and go, hey, yeah. we could probably make this one a little bit better. Yeah. Well, and there are things in this movie that are interesting, like that opening diner scene where, like, the guy right. slits his own throat. Like, there are some there are some cool yeah. kills in this movie. Make it a yeah. sequel, then. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I'll go to the other end of the spectrum. And, Dave, I, I'm glad you brought that up. They did attempt to do some things that were... It was weird, though, because they, they kept some of the characters the same. Right. But some of them were completely they, different. Like, they, Nancy's last name is different. Yeah. Tina doesn't exist. She's basically this other character that has a similar type role. It's, I think it was Chris. Was that her name? I don't yeah. remember her name. But you... Oh, here's another thing. Yeah. The scene where Freddy comes from the uh, wall. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, it looks like shit. It looks like shit. Yeah. The original total CGI. Movie, right, right. The original movie does it looks awesome. way better. And it's just way, a practical way effect. Better. It's just a guy in front and, of a tight sheet or and, and I, fabric garbage or something. bag. I, yeah. I didn't mention it. I don't know if I'd mention it, but that's the reason why I gave the first movie a two because of those those effects were good. But compared the practical to effects, the yeah. practical effects, but but this one was just like, yeah, you're right. It's yeah, like, CG took lo- probably took longer to make and looked like crap. It probably, it probably it was, cost more than the original budget <laughs> of the fucking first movie. Uh, the first movie, I think, had a budget of like 1.2 or 1.8 million dollars. That scene yeah. reminded me of like the Johnny Bartlett scene in the Frighteners, like where he's like yes. coming out of the walls. It, it like, looked like on. something it was made ten years after yes. the Frighteners. It, it looked like crap. It looked like something from like a PlayStation One game. Yeah, it yes. looked really bad. Yeah, it's like going back and playing uh, fucking Tekken. Yeah. now and you're like yeah. uh tekken one that yeah. fucking blocky ass characters <laughs> yeah my, my notes say shitty cg freddy wall stretch Ouch. there you go like crap um so you know um, they there were times where they tried to do their own thing and yeah they did because they tried to like uh bring in like the freddy had a connection with all of these kids and he had molested them right. as children and he, right and they were super heavy-handed about it there was like remember me like yeah you haven't changed a bit it's like could they be any more like wink wink like you are always my favorite yeah i didn't like that either yeah. like oh creepazoid it it couldn't decide on on what it was and none of them remembered that this guy like diddled them as a kid yeah not not one of them i remember back when i was three years old i remember watching terminator 2 yeah it's like most you know. people like so you, you would at least remember, like, hey, we all went to school together. Yeah. Like, I yeah. had yeah, a blocked, best friend. They blocked, they suppressed all of that? Yeah. Each person? I remember, I remember hanging out with a kid when I was four or five years old yeah. that lived down the street. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and there's always going to be, like, one person. Like, I remember, like, a childhood friend that I had, like, as a kid. I remember meeting, like, bumping into him, like, 15 years later. And he didn't even know who I was. And yeah. he was like, dude, I remember you vividly. So you're going to get like that one person. Yeah, that you're like, like, you're yeah. a fucking asshole. You're whole, my best yeah. friend. <laughs> but this whole group of friends where you're like, right. really? None yeah. of you? None of you remember us? So yeah. it, it tried to be a little bit original by changing the story a little bit. But then also at the same time, they had to rely on some nostalgia sh- shots. So they, so they repeated the, the one, bathtub two, scene. Freddy's coming for yeah. you. They repeated the yep. body bag in yep. the hallway. The, and the bathtub and the body bag weren't too bad. They weren't like, too they bad. Did, they but, did an okay job with but, that. But they didn't need to do it. They could have come up with yes. other things. If you're gonna if you're gonna redo the movie, then redo the movie. Don't steal from it. Don't steal from it. No, redo it. Right. Reimagine it. Yeah. Right. And, or, I, and that's what I wish. Pick, pick one or the other, but don't try to do both. And that's yeah, kind of what the movie did. They try to straddle the line. Don't like, try to do multiple things. Yeah. Either mm-hmm. remake it or do something wholly original. Yeah. Or at least remake it. I mean, there's certain things. Reimagining. That, that was my big things issue. that you're going to keep, right? Like he was burned and he wears a sweater yeah. and yeah. he has gloves. Real basic stuff. Keep Knives. the basic stuff. Yeah. But you don't need to have the bath. But hell, scene. change the story. Maybe, make it like I said. Make it a sequel. Make yeah. it be Nancy's fucking niece. I don't maybe, give a fuck. Maybe I there's do, another villain or to something. give it a compliment. I do like that they actually maybe played up Eddie. that they went to the child molester <laughs> part. Like I actually didn't mind that. Like hey, at least that they was had the original go- story yes. that Wes Craven came up with. Yeah, by the and way. I, I did like in this one that they like yeah this guy was a pervert. But for '84, it was probably a little too much. Yeah. It was too risque. Yeah. yeah. Um. That being said, I'm gonna give it a one. Mm. It sucked. I it was know, boring. It sucked. Freddy sucked. I didn't think it completely sucked. It sucked. But I didn't like it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I didn't think it completely sucked. I think there were some moments, but I I give it I give it a one and a half. All right. Um I'm right there with both of you. So I never saw this movie in the theater, but I did buy it when it came out on Blu-ray. 
and I watched it exactly one time because I when it was over, I was like, that movie was terrible, like mm. awful. So this was the first time I've watched it since then. So I went in with very, very low expectations. Yep, me too. To be honest. Don't I, agree with us for no, the sake of agreeing. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Okay, I respect that. Yeah, and uh, that said, it is still a really bad movie. It's now, a turd. there were several things that I thought were interesting. Like there were nods to some of the other movies that I wrote down. Like, um, I like the part where Nancy's like running down a hallway, mm. and the red carpet yes. turns into blood, and she and sinks goo. into it. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, um, there were some like direct quotes. Like um, Freddie says, like at one point, like "How's that for a wet dream?" Like after she steps into the thing, which was a nod to part four. Again, I didn't mind I, that. Again, though. That like, was part four, Jason, or Freddy. part four, Freddie. Excuse me. <laughs> um, it's Friday the Thirteenth, three sixty five for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was part <clears throat> four, Freddie. There was the I'm your that's boyfriend. I'm your boyfriend now. Was in Again, there. Yeah, that's part four. Well, I'm your boyfriend five. now. It's part one. Regardless, 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 though, regardless, though, David, yeah. like you, you um, enjoy the nods. But then there's a bunch of dumb stuff. So like the yeah. the boyfriend guy, like or not even boyfriend, but like the male lead. Like steals the adrenaline. Yep. Yet Mister Adrenaline falls asleep like two different times. Like while he's got the like, yeah. so just, you crash, you crash hard. There's just yeah. some dumb stuff. So, yeah. um, while I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, it is still a very bad movie. I also gave it one and a half. One and like a half. Alan. I, I mean, I like the scene where he slits his throat. There's some cool moments. Yeah. But you know, it's shit. It's not a good movie. So that's a one point three three overall. Yeah. yeah, which I think falls in line with where it should be. Yeah, it's a turn in the garbage. <laughs> in the garbage. I, I hope I. I hope I didn't. I hope I didn't wing this one too bad. No, you did, no, you did fine. fine. You did fine. I, you know, there might be people out there who like this movie. I've never met one. <laughs> Maybe Michael Bay. I haven't either. Uh. You know, and I. I remember seeing. I don't remember what. It's probably another podcast, but they were talking about. Um, the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street versus the remake of Friday the 13th, and they liked Nightmare on Elm Street more, which to me, night and day, like not even close. Friday the 13th remake was much better. Way better. Much better. Much better. Yeah. Way better. Uh, If you uh, have thoughts on this movie or if you have thoughts on ideas of what we should talk about someday, give us a... Yeah. Ring a ding ding. Yeah. You can find us on all the socials, you hip kids. <laughs> yeah, hip cats. <laughs> um, you can find us on Instagram, uh, we're the Swearwolves Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us on Twitter uh, or Facebook, we're the Swearwolves on both of those sites. Um, you can go to our website, swearwolves.com, drop a comment, uh, or you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're more visually inclined, you mm. can find us on YouTube. Uh, which is not this podcast, but it's more of a uh, visual companion with some other stuff unrelated to what we're talking about. There you go. Here. Or if you're not as cool as I am, write us a letter, yeah, a postcard, <laughs> some snail mail, the lost art of a handwritten letter. <laughs> I'll put on my glasses and read it. <laughs> <laughs> this letter comes from. Uh, so that's it for the swear was this week. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. Whatever you do, Glenn, don't. don't. Watch the the remake. remake. Fucker.
Welcome to the Swerve. Stop making fucking ah, sorry, noise. Sorry, sorry. Take two.